Sound good? Can y'all hear out there? Yeah? All right. Howdy, folks. Welcome to Texas Tailgate Mondays. Uh, I'm DJ Dugan, the marketing guy at smithmusic.com. <laughs> Every Monday we have Texas Tailgate Mondays. We bring out an artist and talk about new releases. And we have Brody Caster today. Uh, you want to get us started off, man, yeah, with a new man. song? Let's or do a new a one. one but whatever can, song you want. We can do a new one. I got some new stuff I want to play for you anyways. Awesome. See what you think of it. I love it. This one uh, went on a little routing retreat up to Kansas to see the folks a few... Uh, couple months back and pin this one up it's called forever to go uh, he was swaying back and forth in an old Windsor farmhouse rocker pouring some wisdom on a young boy We were covering everything from Louis L'Amour to Faulkner. When I asked about Grandma, he turned his head and lowered his voice. He said, son, it's one thing I'm damn proud of. Listen close, cause here's the secrets of our love. It's hopeless. Just listen, ain't gotta have an answer for every situation. Or keep your temper under control. Go to work, go to church, play rips in the dirt. And one day you'll look back with her and have 40 years down. And forever to go. He said it feels like yesterday when we brought your daddy home. And to tell you the truth, we were scared to death. We were buying diapers, cleaning pacifiers, going broke from baby clothes. It was rough a couple of years, but boy, man, we did our best. I laugh when I think back to it. But the thing helped me get through it was selfless. Just listen, ain't gotta have an answer for every situation. Keep your temper under control. Go to work, go to church, play roots in the dirt. And one day you'll look back with her and have 20 years down. And forever to go well, Them words my granddad told me Well, it's still ring true today Tears in my eyes as daddy walks her down the aisle and he gave me her hand to hold. Yeah, preacher says, son, you can kiss your bride. Right after her lips met mine, I said, we're one minute down. And forever to go. Forever to go. It's called Forever to Go. Thank you. Brody Caster, everybody. Man, uh, so you wrote that up in Kansas while you were? Uh... Yeah, I went. My folks, are, they live up there, southeast Kansas, on the edge of the Flint Hills. And so I went up there and spent some time visiting them and had a little, my own little riding retreat for free, right? <laughs> Stayed with them, didn't have to spend no money. So that's fun. Yeah, that's one of the new ones we've been kind of trying to add into the set and get worked up. Yes, sir, and not so. recorded yet, huh? No, sir. No, we've matter of fact, we uh, 
because all the stuff we've done, we've you know we've worked with with you all on it. Yes, sir. And, and uh, worked with Chad Molden over there and uh, in the studio. We love Chad. And so I've got a whole batch of new songs now that we're uh, kind of sorting through and trying to write new ones uh, as well to add to that list for album number two, uh, which we're shooting for a late 2023 lease. Excellent. Excellent. So um, how many songs do you got uh, working up on that new album? Man, so how I've done it in the past, right, was it was just hurry up and write, and as soon as you'd write something, all right, we got... Got to record it. We got three more releases now, right? So you write one, you record it, and you release it. And what I'm trying to do now is kind of a... I want to be writing a lot more and have a big catalog to narrow down, right? Yes, so we sir. can take the cream of the crop to release. So my goal, uh, I want to do a, a 10 to 12 song record. Excellent. And we're, I'm trying to get to 30, 35. Man. To cut it down to 10 or 12. And right now we're at like of ones I would submit, right? Maybe fifteen. I like how you say submit. Like, like you gotta. Yeah, like you gotta get it deal. Past, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotta get it past uh, your producer. Yeah, which yeah. heck is me? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so. Um, oh man, yeah, that, that's the way to do it, man. I know twelve songs is kind of a. Uh, we we come from the era of CDs. Yeah. And and really, that's a that's that's a quite a bit. Uh, uh, back in the day, you know, you were just limited by forty five minutes. Right. Uh, on vinyl and and. Uh, I've been pushing people to do eight, and and we did, we did seven the first time. Yeah. you and I did one. Um, I mean, I. It's nowadays you see everybody doing like, uh, oh, my wallet fell out. <laughs> Good stuff. She just took off with it too. Yeah, well, <laughs> she spends most of it anyway, so she can she can keep it. I suppose. <laughs> I feel for you. I feel for you. I got my own. Yeah. No, it's man. You see nowadays, you see everyone's dropping like sixteen monsters, thirty. It's too like, much. It's just we don't have the independent artists. We don't have the budget for that. No, you don't, so. and and you don't got the label uh, throwing down that money, couple right. grand a, or more per song. Yeah, it's it's that's a lot. So yeah, we're thinking ten ten twelve max. Yeah. Um, and we may, you know, nothing set in stone. It may be broken up into two projects. We don't know yet. Oh, excellent, excellent. So. I'm looking forward to finding out what you do with that because, man, you got some good stuff, you know, uh, um, and, and you, you got some strong honky tonk. That's kind of what man. we built our brand on is that <laughs> that honky tonk stuff. So, so, uh, what what did you grow up on? What what like what type did, of music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, was man, that. A lot of that, a lot of '90s country. You know, your Brooks and Dunn. Your, uh, I'm a big Alan Jackson guy. Oh yeah. Uh, Travis Tritt, Joe Diffie. But then I also kind of, I grew up on John some. I would like that Green. oldies. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> some of that, uh, that oldies '60s, like Dion and the Belmonts, the ah. Beach Boys, Sam Cooke. Yeah. Some of that some soul style. and some yeah. some, uh, some surfer music. That's some wild stuff there. So it was a wide range. Does any of that seep into your music? I don't know if the surfer stuff seeps <laughs> in, but some of that soul and that kind of oldies and uh, that thick harmony kind of yeah. seeps in. Um, yeah. Yeah. You um, is any of that coming on the new new album? Something. There. There. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. Um, this album, I think, is a lot more. It's a lot more now of the time of my life that I'm in, right? The first one was just that was the first one, right? Yeah. So, there's anything we wrote that we liked, we put anything on anything goes, and now yeah. now you got to have and a now plan. Now there's more of a theme of of you know I don't want to give too much away, but like kind of growing up a little bit and love and more of a heartbreak. You know, no, I'm not saying everything is going to be a heartbreak or a love song on it, but where the other one was like a bunch of, I don't know if they were party songs, right? It was all just about drinking and cutting up. Yeah. They're not like that now. There's a couple of them that are odes to saloons. Yeah. There's a couple of them that were odes to (laughs) venues we've played or multiple bad venues we've played. Um, There is a, there is a couple ballads. I did write a, uh. You gotta have a country. You gotta have a murder ballad. Oh yeah, in country, right? Yeah. So there's a couple of those on there. 
um, telling stories about a. That's very a, popular. What's that? That's very popular. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but I took a different spin on it, right? Because I yeah. don't, you know, everybody does one. Yeah. So mine's a little, little different spin. Well, uh, um, we don't want to give too much of the new stuff away. So how, uh, you, you feel feel like playing uh, one of your older ones? Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Let's see. All right, we'll do this one here. We'll do one that uh, we put out on that first record that actually got, I think, third or fourth in the, the Texas Country Music Association Songwriter Contest. So, last year. It's called Go Down Swinging. A full moon was shining bright On a cool central Texas night You could feel the spring in the air Old LP leaking through a screen door Clicks and pops from a vinyl record store Keeping the beat as I held you near Don't know if nights can get any better Right now with you, I'm wishing this one could last forever. As I spin you around my front porch, I can't help but thank the Lord for blessing me with someone I could believe in. Every time I look in your eyes, I can see flame of pure desire. I know that your innocent heart's never leaving. If I'm gonna fall in love and lay you down this evening, I'm gonna go down swinging. Well, I've danced my fair share before. It's a couple boots and cowgirls spin around on a sawdust floor. But there's something about you and the way you move. Be cleansing, touching the things you do. I can't help myself anymore. As I spin you around my front porch, I can't help thank the Lord for blessing me with someone I could believe in. Every time I look in your eyes, I can see flame of pure desire. I know that your innocent heart's never leaving If I'm gonna fall in love and lay you down this evening Gonna go down swinging I've always said a dance is just a dance It ain't got nothing to do with romance As I spin you around my front porch I can't help thank the Lord For blessing me with someone I could believe in Every time I look in your eyes I Sink flame of pure desire I know that your innocent heart's never leaving If I'm gonna fall in love and lay you down this evening If I'm gonna fall in love and lay you down this evening I'm gonna go down swinging I'm gonna go down swinging Brody Caster, everybody, man, uh, I just—did you make a music video for that that song? We didn't do a music video for that one. We did it for uh, a couple others, but not that one. Yeah, that one would be a good one, like uh, with some boxing metaphor, you know. 
Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. We I'll just call up uh, old Joe Frazier and Muhammad, <laughs> get him to feature. That's sure right. Don't charge a whole lot. Nah, not <laughs> at all. Not at all. Uh, tell me about the uh, writing of that song. Where, where'd that come from? Man, that one was. I had that hook that go down swinging. Yeah. And when, at first glance or first read, somebody might see that and think, you know, go down swinging like you're not going down you're without fighting, a fight yeah. or whatever. Um, and there's subliminally kind of like go down swinging like you're fighting for the that love, but. Really what it was, was, and there's the line in the song of, uh, well, I've danced my, my fair share before, Tacoba boots and cowgirls out on a sawdust floor. It's about, you know, you're dancing with, a, with somebody, uh, and in this case, it was, they were in the kitchen. Mm. You know, you and your girl, and kind of that first time of falling in love, uh, that moment you realize it, and in this case, it was... And, you know, in the house, in the kitchen. And if I'm going to fall in love and lay you down this evening, we're going to go down swinging. Yeah. Because, you, you know, you're, you're dancing. So <laughs> that's kind of where it came from. Yeah. I bet you get a lot of dancers for that, for that song out of the venues. Yeah. It depends, man. I mean, some <laughs> nights they're, they pack it out, and some nights it's like, man, those crickets sound good. <laughs> you know, you never know. What's the where's, where, where do you get the best response? For um, for that song or yeah. just in particular? Just in particular, yeah. Man, I mean, obviously here in in <laughs> Texas, yeah. you know, when we go out of state, a lot of times it's it's tough. Uh, West Texas is a tough market. Oh, the uh, yeah, there's we, yeah, t- it is very tough. I, I used to work with a guy. Um, he he would play a, a place out there called the Hog Pit. And and he he was a blue eyed soul country singer, so yeah. lots of horns, lots of uh, stuff that it, it's not real country, which is hard to go over. Oh, sometimes. totally. And here, he, he that at the hog pit, there was this old man that w- was drinking at the uh, the bar, and he would keep requesting certain songs, and play and then Haggard, play Jones. yeah, and, and eventually, and he's like, section. I'm yeah, he's like, I, I play originals, and then and then that guy just finished his beer and just threw up his finger and just walked out the door all the way, and and we had a joke there for a while. That's the West Texas salute. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, and you don't get that kind of treatment, do you? I bet you don't. No, we we've had it. Yeah, I mean, so I grew grew up in kansas and and <laughs> it's a whole there's not a scene up there like there is here and yeah that's why i'm here i moved down here to specifically to to get into it yeah and, i mean i had venues that i'm not gonna name them because you probably know them <laughs> but venues in the wichita market wichita kansas that texas artists loop through yeah like they hit it regularly yeah before i moved down here I would go in and drop business cards off, CDs, trying to get support slots. And they just wouldn't touch you. one guy threw it in the trash can in front of me. Ouch. And now they're calling us wanting us to come play. Because <laughs> so you're from Texas. It's just like all you got to do is go to move down south, and then they they want you. And it's, it's funny because uh, some, some artists feel like it's uh, pretty saturated down here, and they have to go outside the area uh, to, to, to make any money, really, or and also to get any traction. Yeah, it's. I think it's grown a lot in the last, I don't know, three four years. Where now you've got, you know, what we call them Texas artists, but they're really just it's country or rock, independent musicians that make a living touring nationally. Yeah, you know, or pretty close and they, to and nationally. They don't, they don't live in Texas. They might live in North Carolina, like American Aquarium. You're starting to see a lot of yeah. bands that are for whatever reason, having success in the Texas red dirt market, and they don't live anywhere near here. They're just <laughs> not, they don't but have But they tour street. through here and do pretty well. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Tear through here like a tornado. Yeah. Um, yeah, what, what, what made you decide, uh, just, it was that your decision to come to Texas was because you wanted to... 100%. Yeah. You know, I, like, I grew up playing, had a band growing up there, and we played music throughout high school and college um and i had decided about midway through college that i wanted to try to make a go at it 
make a living playing music when I got out. And I had spent time going back and forth to Nashville. And I, for me, it wasn't ever about the number one records and, you know, arena sellouts and, and you know, that mainstream thing. It was just about making a living doing what I love. Yeah. And I didn't want to have to go live. I've, like I said, spent time going back and forth to Nashville. I didn't want to have to go live in a tiny little apartment where the cost of living was insane. Yeah. And, you know, I just wanted. And it is up there. Five, ten acres out in the country. I can play, you know, I can play John Wayne during the week living out there and, and then on the weekends <laughs> I can go play George Strait yeah. you know and live that both of those lifestyles I like that so <laughs> and there's boys down here doing that oh yeah so that's, sure. where, that's why I'm here quite a few of them are my clients and <laughs> yeah yeah. Uh, yeah and 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 Nashville it frustrates me that everybody thinks that I gotta go to Nashville to ha- make something happen and we live in the realm of the internet it's like you can go to Nashville you can go record there's there's studios everywhere yeah i mean there's a lot of success that people find going there and a lot of the still a lot of the guys that are marketed as texas red dirt acts that tour around here their songs are being written and and totally totally and recorded yeah which you know that's great and i've like i said i'm making trips back and forth out there doing the game too but you don't have to live out there no not at all not at all you can make a pretty good uh, stake and do what you're doing that's the internet's right. for uh growing up man um we usually ask this question everybody gives us a different answer uh and I, I don't know if we did this last time you were on uh um what do you remember the first song you ever wrote i do yeah <laughs> i recorded it oh i put it on an old album that you could not find if you tried now it's buried oh man but we recorded it and p- released it through cd baby okay and like put it out there it's called uh, it's called money tree money tree yeah 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 uh-oh yeah i got a chuckle is it bad oh yeah dude. you gonna play it for us i don't remember it oh no, i'm not gonna play it no i do not remember it no <laughs> i wrote it so i wrote it when i was 14 and it was literally like my talking about how my parents are always like money doesn't grow on trees oh and cheesy bad and then when i was 17 i had just gotten to a little local studio there and was cutting a little ep and uh i cut three original songs and two covers Mm. one cover was confederate railroads queen of memphis oh that's a good one and the other cover was wagon wheel yeah of course oh dude <laughs> and then we put we released it and so i was handing out little eps at my high school graduation what, what's what's the uh what's the scene like in kansas is there anybody that's ever made it big I out mean, of kansas only in the mainstream realm. In the mainstream? Right. You've got yeah. Martina McBride. Oh, I didn't know she was uh, from Kansas. Jared Neiman is from Kansas. Uh, Logan Mize, he's mainstream. Um, I think Martina's probably the biggest yeah. to come out of there. Uh, 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 but, yeah, like I said, the scene is is – Yeah. I'm you, always you excited can, when you there's say – live music all over. Yeah. Right? It, you but said you were not, recording up there – I tell people there's studios everywhere, yeah. and then you're telling me that there's a studio in Kansas. I'm like, hmm, I, I want to know what more about that. So the studio that we cut at there was above an old Midwest hearing aids office <laughs> in a little town, and it was an apartment. So there was four rooms, and like there was the kitchen, which was still the kitchen, and then there was three bedrooms, and each bedroom was made into... A vocal, uh, a sound booth? Yeah. So there was a vocal booth, there was the production room where the board and everything was, and then there was another booth slash instrument storage. <laughs> um, but the guy there, like the engineer, played literally every instrument except steel guitar. Oh, wow. So I would sit down and we'd track, you know, we'd run through and get a uh, chart made out and play the acoustic, sing a scratch vocal, and then he'd come and put bass. <laughs> he'd loop it. He'd go and put drums. He'd loop it. And he'd go back and play every instrument, and then we'd just sit back and sing when it was time to cut vocals and you just thought that was amazing at the time didn't you yeah, i did yeah <laughs> and even then i got older and started recording with chad and other people and it's just like there's so much more to this oh totally um but yeah there's there's some stuff happening up there but it seems like you have to already be somebody 
mm. to get the time of day. Yeah, uh, so. that that sucks. That sucks. Uh, I, I'm definitely gonna have to spend some time and learn the Kansas scene and get up it there. I've never you done a whole, whole bunch of time to get <laughs> to go. All right, this is it. All right, we can go. Uh, is there any out of those recordings that you still still play? There is one. Uh, well, let's see. Yeah, there is one that uh, was the last one I actually did with that guy. Um, it's called Start With a Song. Start With a Song. And I wrote that uh, with a guy named Benji Harris in Nashville. I was in town and we sat down in a room and, and wrote that. And uh, that was actually my first ever co-write in Nashville. Oh, wow. Like fresh off the farm. <laughs> um, and we cut it at that studio up there. It was the last one we cut there before I moved down here. Oh, wow. So Yeah. You want to share that with us? Sure. Yeah. Awesome. I do dig it. Listen to... Uh, See how many words I can remember. Maybe it was the way it came pouring out the radio. Every note was a shining star lighting up a back room. You were shot, so was I, but the music was right, and the look in your eyes said it all. You leaned in, that first kiss was heaven on my lips And I knew I'd started to fall That pedal still was crying, it's a roll I did slip your hand in mine Kick drum was thumping, her heart beats were pumping Right around to cross that line That melody was ringing, drunk camp was steaming Held each other all night alone All starting with a song In three short minutes I saw I picked fences And kids running round in the yard I smelled coffee in the morning every time I hit the chorus And waking up in your arms None of this could have been if you hadn't jumped in Taking a ride with my heart Now we're getting so close and we still take it slow And I hear that song wherever we are Pedal still crying to roll it Slipping your head in mine King drum is thumping, her heart beats are pumping Right about to cross that line And melody was ringing Drunk camp was steaming Held each other all night alone All starting with a song I still feel it still hear it now girl it brings me back to a pedal still crying turn on winding right about to cross that line a melody was ringing drunk camp was steaming held each other all night alone all starting with a song Starting with a song Throwback <laughs> Nothing wrong with a throwback. I dig it, man. I really do dig it. Um, and 
you know, I, I haven't got to hear the recordings, but that's a really good song, man. It's got, very got a quite a commercial appeal to it. I think. Yeah, that's what I mean. That was a. It's a it's a radio friendly commercial <laughs> commercial thing, and that's kind of what you know t- when we were talking about this new record. Uh, what we're trying to achieve is more of a commercial vibe, and that does not in any way mean that we're trying to make it sound pop or or we're changing the sound of of what we do. But I want it to be a little bit more, I don't know, radio friendly, commercial. <laughs> Instead yeah. of the four and a half minute deals, like oh yeah, let's get to that chorus. Let's yeah, make even it longer. catchy. But it's Six still minutes. country, yeah. you know. So <laughs> enough solos to make your head explode. Right? We'll save that for the live show. That's right. That's, and that's right. What, like I, I don't know. When we play live, we've we've got a very high energy show, and we will always the songs will be longer. We'll extend the solos, and and everybody's got a different opinion. Some people, it's like. You play it exactly like they hear it on the record. Yeah. So that when people see us, they go, man, they sound just like they do. They sound just as good live. They sound just the same. And it's like, yeah, we want to sound good, but also, like, let's put on a show. Yeah. So when they come see our live show, it's like, that was great. But it's also, it's cool to see it live and in person. It's a little different. I'm one of those people that I get... I get frustrated when it's exactly like like they're playing backing tracks. Yeah. I've gone to places... Uh, I've actually... Uh, I, where I was in New Mexico and I uh, was TMing for an artist and the, they were opening for a, a very established band and they were using backing tracks. The artist or the band, the, the band they were opening for? The, the, the band they were opening for. It was an yeah. older um, Nashville artist. Yeah. And uh, it's funny enough is they were, they were wanting to backline, use the, use the opening band or the, the, um, the headlining band's gear, right? Backline it. And uh, the band was like, no, no. And then they, their sound got messed it up, and you could hear just their backing tracks coming in when they weren't playing. And they were like, Ooh. oh, kid, yeah, you're good, man. You, you, you good? You good? Don't yeah. worry about that. And <laughs> man, that's a heated debate in this industry. Playing backing tracks? Playing tracks or not. Yeah. I've talked to a lot of – and we've played, you know, open for, for multiple artists that have done it, and it works. And it works in their show. It sounds good. I don't think it takes away from it. I think it actually adds to it. Very interesting. And it's not, you know, it's not like, oh, that's not live music at all. Like, it, it's great. And then I talk to other people that they're like, it's not live music if you're using tracks. And you watch their show, and it's like, I get it. They, mm. they don't need to use tracks. Yeah. Not that you need, not that using tracks is like a... I'm not talking crap if you're using tracks, right? Because we've, <laughs> we've done it and tr- thought about trying to do it more. We just don't. Yeah. Because kind of where we, my viewpoint on it is uh, I'm not knocking it if you do it, but I, I want it to be live. I want that improv, right? When we extend a solo longer or he plays a different solo. You know, I don't want to sell the same joke every single show. <laughs> you know, I want to run around and, and, and do it be a live show. Yeah, it takes some of that live away from me. It does. I, well, I, I agree with that to an extent. Um, definitely in the country realm, uh, my hip hop guys. He, I mean, how are you going to play a show without it? Show. <laughs> They're have a band it's up a, there. It's a backing track and a and a bassist yeah, and a drummer. Yeah, I envy those hip hop guys, man. They don't have any expense at all when they're on the Not road. really. Not really. Yeah. You just need one microphone and a good laptop, and they're they're to the races, making money. Yeah. Maybe we should switch. Uh, no, I don't know about that, yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know. Jelly Roll right now is playing over at Billy Bob's, and we're missing out on that on Monday. Yeah, he's playing tonight. Huge, huge show wow. right now. I mean, he's blowing up, dude. He is, and and it, uh, it's not for me. I don't, I don't get it. I, I don't knock anybody that does. I yeah. got some artists that I distribute there. Oh, like that's that. their style. Yeah, and um, it's cool. You know, they do okay. And I'm, uh, of course, I'm uh, as Dusty would say if he was here. Um, I, I I just listen to too much old stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's my problem. More of a traditionalist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah I like listening to old music and that. A lot of it was recorded live in the studio and with a band, like and, it, and you can hear the mess ups. They're not completely uh, uh, layered like they are today. Yeah, I think that adds to the quality of it. Like I said, just the live, and you. Yeah, it's all about that pocket that too. Away. You know? yeah. yeah, those those guys were. 
usually playing eight days a week, <laughs> you know, basically yeah. seven days a week. And, uh, um, and, and they were so tight when they went in the studio, they already had it done. Oh yeah. They didn't need, they didn't need a bunch of takes, but right. things are different now. Things are different. You try to tell a producer that it'd be like, no, <laughs> no, that would hurt their feelings. <laughs> it now. would hurt their feelings. Yeah. Hey man, I like what you do, but can I just bring my band in and you can just record us? Yeah. And they'll be like, eh, no. Yeah. I get that all the time. Especially we, we do the, I used to do the video sessions. Yeah, and, I've seen, yeah. And I've had many a per, a studio owner say, "No, I don't want to do that." Yes. Which it's so frustrating cuz I just pay for a day in the studio and we do two live songs. It's like free content for them to show totally, their studio. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And it's funny how that just works out. I've had artists tell uh, a studio owner tell me, "No, I don't do that kind of stuff here. I don't want want that." And I'm like, "Okay, right, whatever." Your last, buddy. <laughs> yeah. It's funny the guys that also that they're okay with it, but then they'll quote me a little bit higher than normal. Yeah, they're like, "No, yeah, I'd usually charge this much, but we're going to do a little bit higher than that." Yeah. Oh well. Oh well. <laughs> but you had a you had a really cool live session that you did at Chad's. We did acoustic we did, session. We did, and then we did that little acoustic live deal, and then just recently we've uh, been working on one with. Uh, the Texas Music Oh, yeah, cafe. they dropped that. Yeah, Texas um, Music Cafe, Chris. We did a live album there, full band one. So Yeah, those guys are fun. They've been around for a long time, over 25 years. So Yeah. It's really cool to see what they've got going. We, we did that, and then it's going to come out in late June. We did a, the Dallas Music Network. Oh, those guys are fun, too. Um, they were good. Like, yeah. They, they're set up. I'm excited to see. I haven't seen it yet. But we just went in and it's we're, it's season five, so we did three songs and had a little interview and and uh, it was a cool deal, man. I, I, I'm I'm glad. I know we've had these many conversations uh, and I, I I'd preach often about using those resources like that. Yeah. Uh, and you were one of those guys that just really took the baton and was like, I'm going to go do that. You just knocked a bunch of them out. Man, it it is a, so. We have. Because I think last time I was here, you and I were talking about this, and it's yeah. like people uh, the folks are recommending, you know, you got to have, because everybody's attention span is so short nowadays, it's content every six to eight weeks. Yep. Something. Doesn't something. matter what it is, but yeah. something. And so our last actual studio full production release was a song called Hey There Cowboy. Yeah. In the, in early November of last year, and we've maintained that every six to eight weeks deal, um, and now we're in May, you know, almost half a year later because of our talk, yeah. because of doing a live acoustic thing and then a live album, and it's just content that's to right. get feed them, feed the machine, feed type the of machine, thing. yeah, and and that's allowed us to really get back in and focus on writing and put together good quality stuff for the next full production record where if we would have waited it would have been a year without releasing anything and any momentum we gained last year would have been lost yeah so i agree, I agree with that man yeah, yeah. and, and, and it, yeah it's just they're all over the place like that they are yeah they are so what what out of that did you play anything real good on that dallas uh, music network anything different than you normally I think do we played all stuff off of that the first record and the and then that next batch of singles that followed it up. Okay. Um, we didn't play any new stuff on there on that. Looking back, I kind of wish we would have. <laughs> but we filmed that three or four months ago. Yeah. So it was a little. You know, while an, ago. Uh, what would be cool too is is you got friends in the net in the scene, you know, yeah. going and grabbing something off of a previously released of their stuff. Yeah. That would be cool too. Be you know, good. it's like um, Willie and Waylon said. You know, we we do our own friends, our our friend songs. We yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anything, um, anything you want to share from that that you might? Uh, um, I got one that I want to share, but it's actually a new one, another new one. Should we do that, or should we do one off of there? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's do that, and then we'll we'll do another uh, older song. Okay. Yeah. Sound good? Yeah. I dig new songs because I've heard all the other stuff already. Yeah, so yeah. That's all. we got to play the new ones so you can tell me <laughs> if they're good or not. So this one is uh, probably will be the lead off of this new record. Um, it's called Made For You. <laughs> <laughs> 
need some woods I get lost in You want a mall You can go shopping They say that opposites attract Well if that's true Then baby I was made for you Small town life goes together with the city skyline. Like a street full of snow, and it's 40 below on the 4th of July. Made for you, like a podunk kid. Fits right in with your uptown friends. Girl, I love, yeah, I swear sometimes it don't make sense. Like two people together that were never supposed to last forever, but somehow they do. Baby, I was made for you There ain't a one thing We can't agree on But yet somehow Our love keeps burning on I hate your politics You can't stand my mom and them But baby, I was made for you A small town life goes together with city skyline Like a stream full of snow and it's 40 below on a 4th of July Made for you like a podunk kid Fits right in with your uptown friends Girl, I love Yeah, I swear sometimes it don't make sense Like two people together that were never supposed to last forever But somehow they do yeah, baby, I was made for you Whoa, I was made for you Never seen two folks More different, I suppose but I ain't going nowhere Cause deep down I know I was made for you like a small town life Goes together with the city skyline and Like a stream full of snow And it's 40 below on the 4th of July I was made for you like a podunk kid Fits right in with your uptown friends Girl I love yeah, I swear sometimes it don't make sense Like two people together that were never supposed to last forever But somehow they do Yeah, baby, I was made for you Made for you Brody Caster, everybody. Hey, man. Looks like we're almost to the 45-minute mark. So Time flies. When yeah. Yeah. Well, we want to uh, tell everybody where they can find you out on the internet. Well, we are just about anywhere that you find your favorite artists. We're on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, YouTube, Amazon. Um, Fun stuff. Pandora and all those. All of them. And then we do all the socials. Facebook. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, uh, bands in town. We got the website as well. So, <laughs> dude, I got bands in town years ago, and I was like, you know, had like ten followers, and would just keep. I've linked my website, so if you go on our website and look at our show dates, it's coming from it's bands in town. Embedded from bands in town, so I just go update bands in town, and it updates my website. So because of that, that's the only reason I kept bands in town. Well, heck. Little by little, like now we got like thousand fifteen hundred or something like oh, that. Oh wow! And so we get RSVPs and like it's like man, this is actually a cool site. It's not bad. You can yeah. send out email blasts and and so yeah. I, I have been enjoying the bands in town. I've been uh, digging into it. I, I I don't do booking, so it's right. it's it's fun yeah. to see what. Uh, I downloaded it recently be just because I wanted to see who who all of my my artists were playing and now I get messages every week and I'm like, oh, okay, finally I'm I feel like I'm in the know. Well, it's cool because <laughs> when like you'll it'll be 
Cody Johnson sent you a message. Yeah. Like when they post about a show. And so the first time, it's like, I don't know, it was Cody or Aaron Watson, maybe one of the two, I can't remember. It was like, so-and-so sent you a message. And I was like, <gasps> me? What do they want to say to me? I got all excited and there's a concert announcement. And I was like, oh, well, that's what happens when we send it out. So, you know. Do you get any of your own messages? No, but I'm no. hoping it looks like that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I love it. I yeah. love it. Well, man, um, what do you think? You want to play one more song and then, uh, yeah. then we'll shut her down and uh, transition to the next one? Cool. Yeah. All right, man. Always got a tune. Make sure we're in tune. We tune because we care. That is correct. If I was a professional, I would have done it while we were talking. Oh, do you think you could do two things at the same time? Apparently not. I, 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm notoriously bad about do, yeah. uh, uh, doing a, what, what is it, uh, multitasking? <laughs> uh, this, is a, this is a ballad that uh, was going to be on that new record. Growing up in Another Kansas. Another new one. Yeah, dude, I, I wanted to play the new stuff. I just did. <laughs> uh, growing up in Kansas, it's big cattle country area in the Flint Hills where I grew up. And the most well-known cattleman around that area was a guy by the name of Jack Bannon. And I changed some stuff in this song to kind of make it a cool story. But there is one thing that is entirely 100% fact, which was the line about how he gets started in the cattle business. Back in the 50s, he drove down to Oklahoma City didn't have a dime to his name. He wrote a hot check and bought a truckload of cattle and knew there was a market in Kansas City the next day. So he drove them through the night up to Kansas City, sold them for, you know, 10, 15 cents more a pound, drove back home and cashed that check before the first check cleared. Wow. Made a few thousand bucks on the deal, never got caught, and that's how he got started. And when he died, he owned half of... Butler County and, and had an auction business and a cattle be- company and I mean he was well known in, in that industry so I kind of admired that rebel spirit yeah so it's called Ballad of Jack Bannon <laughs> old Jack Bannon was a Southeast Kansas cattle baron. On 16 sections of pasture from Douglas to Benton. Got a start in business, writing my checks down in Oak City. But I wouldn't recommend it That type of business is mighty risky And the sheriff's all saying, come on I gotta get that Jack Bannon You old sly dog How long do you think you'd be ahead of the We know about that load of stolen cattle Got the cell barn all rattled We're gonna hold you to account Yeah, better watch your back Jack, gonna take you down What a long tail that hot check business Just kinda blew over Springs came and went, and Mr. Bannon just kind of grew older. Till a man from the city came in, started buying up the rounds. Bought a piece next to Jack, and now the young man ain't been seen around. The sheriff's all saying, come on We gotta get that Jack Bannon 
Like a evil slack dog How long do you think You'd be ahead of the law Yeah, that kid went to condos Where the hell did he go Mister, need to search your ground Yeah, better watch your back Jack, gonna take you It's been three years since Jack passed away. And I became the sole heir to his whole estate. Well, they never caught on Jack. Turns out that crime don't pay. But the one thing it does is wearing a badge and learning to look the other way. Yeah, I better watch your back, Jack. I'm gonna take you down. Thank y'all. Brody Caster, everybody. We're going to take a short break. We're going to switch over to Chase Crouch. And uh, one more. All right, man. Thank you. Good to see you, brother. 